With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the B-Man on the one they call B. From chilling with B. Yeah, that's me. From visit the blog. You're listening to the B-Man on the one they call B. From chilling with B. Yeah, that's me. Hey wannabes, it's the B-Man here, back for another Chillin' with B podcast. And you can visit my blog, chillinwithb1.blogspot.com, for all prior episodes as well as episodes of Return to Smallville. But uh, on this recording, we took over news and video games, TV, and movie-related stuff. I tell you if I'm playing anything new or what I'm playing in general, watching on TV or in the movies, and that's about it. And don't forget about the Bitchin' with B segment which I do sometimes, where you get to hear me whine and complain about stuff. And I may do one of those today, a very serious matter that I always complain about, and this time it kind of hit close to home. Somebody, I'll get into it when I get into it, okay, when I get into that segment. Oh, I have a funny story I can share. It's a work story. So, uh, yeah, we moved into a new location, and there's four of us that work in the customer service section of this office. And we have to take turns working at the windows. We have our own desks in the back, but... The front windows, when you check people in and answer phone calls, there's only room for two people. So we alternate shifts. So two of my coworkers were working at the front window the other day, uh, checking in people and whatnot, and the phones just kept ringing on one particular phone. Both these numbers are given out as customer service numbers, and they should both be getting calls evenly. But one of my coworkers says, I'm getting all the calls. What the hell's going on here? So I looked. I said, hmm, that's strange. I looked at the other guy's phone, and... He had call forwarding on. (laughs) Uh, These phones have a pretty cool feature. They have a call forward button where you hit the button, you type in the phone number, and any calls that would go to that desk go to a different desk. So this slick bastard, (laughs) it's kind of funny, and I'm sorry I haven't thought about it first myself. He decided that he was going to forward all calls that would go to his desk to the other line. So instead of sharing the work, One worker was getting all the calls, and the other one was free to make his own personal calls and do whatever he wanted um, and have extra time. When we approached, I actually did approach him about it. I said, why did you do this? He says, what are you talking about? I don't know what this means. He plays stupid. This guy is very clever. He's a smart guy. He knows how to save a buck here and there. He is so smart. But every time he gets caught in something, he plays the biggest idiot role you can imagine. So whatever, we all know he's full of shit, but it was just funny. Uh, by the way, this is the same coworker who took a year of leaving early every day from work because he told our supervisor that his wife was suffering from cancer and that he had to take her for treatment. Well, we found out that that was a lie. Yes, she is recovering from cancer. That part was true. But he used her illness as an excuse to go to his second job. And we actually caught him in that lie as well. So for about half a year, almost a year actually, somewhere between, let's say three quarters of a year, this guy got away with leaving work about two hours early every day to go to a second job to earn more money and making everybody feel guilty and sad for him. And 
you know, granting him this permission. So he's just a real scumbag when it comes to certain things. All right, so with that little intro out of the way and a funny little story, I think we'll move on and we'll do a Bitchin' with B segment. Bonjour. Would you like some cheese with that wine? All right, so this is the Bitchin' with B segment. It's where you get to hear the B-man bitch whine complain about every little thing he can think of. Uh, like a little bitch. That's why it's the Bitchin' with B segment. So, you guys know, if you've listened to me in the past, an ongoing thing with me is driving, okay? I have a lot of problems with the way people drive on the road. Constantly speeding, not signaling, uh, changing lanes like maniacs. It's just such a dangerous thing. I feel like every time you get on the road, you might as well just be gambling with your life, truthfully. And I'm not saying this like I'm just some little scared guy who's afraid to get in the car. You know, I do it. And a lot of times I don't think about it, but in general, just take the time to think about all the crap and how many close calls you have day to day. So I'm always complaining about the people who drive badly, and there's a lot of them out there. And last week, a little bit too close to home, my sister was in a very bad motor vehicle accident. Her car was probably going to be totaled. She was on the highway, um, but there was no traffic. The cars were not moving at all, so she was stopped. Uh, There's no reason why her car should have been hit the way it was. But some reckless bastard was driving, probably on his cell phone or something, driving very badly and switching lanes, this and that, coming about 75, 80 miles per hour while there's a whole bunch of traffic ahead and rams right into her. The whole back of her car was destroyed. She was knocked forward into another car. It was about a five-car pileup accident altogether. She had to be rushed to the hospital on one of those boards, you know, to support the neck and back. I didn't know the details at first. I thought it was a lot worse than what it was. I was very worried about her. I am glad that she's okay. Um, If you're listening, although she probably doesn't, I do love you, sis, and I'm glad things are good. But it really just drives home that point. What the hell is wrong with you sick bastards out there? Don't be in such a rush to get everywhere. The speed limit's 55 for a reason. And I'm not saying you have to go 55 exactly. Maybe go 60, 65. But pay attention to the road ahead of you. Use your signals and don't ride up people's asses. I'm so sick of this shit. And you're going to get somebody killed. So, um, you know, that's all I have to really say. You've heard me complain time and time again, but this time it really did hurt home. She's in a lot of pain. Um, Who knows what kind of damage she may have from this. She has to go for CAT scans, MRIs. She had some head trauma. It's not a fun situation. And just think about your own family. Would you want somebody hurting your family this way? Next time you're in a car and you're speeding and acting like a maniac, just put a little thought into it. Even if you don't give a shit about the person in front of you, just think how you'd feel if it was your mother or sister or brother or somebody who was the one that got hurt because of your negligence. So that's it. I mean, I really can't add any more to that. You've heard me complain about this subject time and time again. But like I said, this one came a little bit too close to home. And that's it. All right, let's move on to happier things. Let's find some news stories related to movies, TV, and video games. Alright, so we got a couple big releases this week in the world of video games. First up, we have the expansion for Bungie's Destiny. Now, there's a game I haven't touched in a long time. But that actually changed this past weekend, and we'll get into that in what the B-Man's playing later on. So, uh, by the time this recording is out, I'm sure it will be out as well, because I'm recording this pre-release. But by the time I upload it, it'll probably be later in the week. So, this is the second expansion for Destiny. If you don't know what that is, it's a... Shooter from the folks who brought us the Halo series, Bungie. 
and then they added some RPG elements to it. It got mixed reviews. Um, you know, some people thought the story was a little lackluster. They thought Peter Dinklage's acting wasn't the best. Personally, I have no problem. I put a lot of hours into it. I think a lot, a lot of other people have as well. They've patched the game. They've done things here and there, tweaked it a bit. The first expansion, what was it called? I think it was called The Dark Below. I did not purchase it myself, but it didn't seem like that was too well received. It seemed like there was minimal content, and people weren't terribly happy with what it offered. They said it kind of broke the game a little bit. But uh, yeah, this one is seems to be having more positive hype around it. And we'll go over a few things that they say is coming with this. Uh, this particular article I'm referring to is off VG247.com. And they go over some of the features you can expect in House of Wolves. So it says, New Story Missions and Strike. House of Wolves has players traveling to the Reef in response to a call from the Queen of the Awoken. The fallen House of Wolves has rebelled against her rules and gone rogue. And players will accept bounties to track down these pirates. Prison of Elders. The Prison of Elders is a new PVE, which stands for Player vs. Environment or Enemy, end game in which teams of three face off against three waves of each darkness race as well as a final boss. It features a randomly generated match made level 28 mode as well as weekly set challenge modes at level 32, 34, and even 35. Successful completion nets you rare loot. Trials of Osiris, a new endgame for the best of the best from the PvP community. PvP being player versus player. Trials of Osiris offers exclusive new loot and a heart-thumping challenge. Well, that doesn't give us much detail. <laughs> Changes to the Crucible. House of Wolves reinvigorates the Crucible, Destiny's player versus player mode, with new maps, a new mode, and better rewards. New weapons and armor. As you'd expect, House of Wolves adds a boatload of new loot to collect and marvel over, as well as unleash on your enemies. New vendor abilities and gear upgrades. House of Wolves won't make your best gear or your favorite tower characters redundant. System changes. House of Wolves makes some changes to how you upgrade gear, how you earn rewards, and the best use of your time. So there's a little quick overview of a few things you can expect in this expansion. I don't know, it's kind of got me thinking. Now, the only problem is, if this game works like online RPGs usually do, it means you got to buy the first expansion in order to play the second. I don't know if this is a standalone or not. I could be wrong, but the way they're kind of marketing and the way Destiny feels, it has that online RPG vibe, and I get a feeling you might have to own The Dark Below before buying this. But I guess you can go into the store, uh, virtual store, and check that out. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll do that later. But I don't know. It may be worth putting down a few extra dollars to get this extra content. Um, I guess I'll tell you. You know what? I was going to save for this for the now playing later on. But better just get it out of the way. Yes, this past weekend I started up Destiny again. I think it's in anticipation for this upcoming expansion. Or I maybe I'm just bored. But uh, yeah, I decided to try it up again. I started a new character. I went for a Titan, which I guess is sort of a tanky class. I wouldn't say the class in this game are necessary classes, like you might know them from traditional online RPGs. It's just that they lean more towards that type, but you can pretty much play any class any way you like. There's not really a dedicated class system where if you join a party, someone's like, oh, you're a tank? We don't need you. We already have a tank. I don't, I've never run into that kind of thing. But uh, anyway, I started over because I did have a level 25 character, 
the mage-like character way back when, but I haven't played this game in months, and I said, you know what, let me get a feel for it again, so I started it up, I got to about a level 11, so that's not too bad in about a day's worth of gameplay, and uh, did a lot of PvP, did a few missions, I finished the Earth and Moon missions, I got to go on to Venus, I like it, I mean, I definitely remember why I like this game, I know it got repetitive after a while, but this was, um, I could see what the grab was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Feels a little lonely, though. Um, other than the strike missions, you really are playing this game solo for the most part, unless you have a friend who can join you. Um, but uh, when you do the regular story missions, there's no matchmaking. So it's, unless you're playing with someone you know, you're going to be playing a lot of this game solo. And maybe that was their intention, but I think it would have been fun to have some matchmaking in the story mode missions as well. So that's it. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm on the fence. I don't know if I'm going to get this game or not I, with this expansion. I guess we'll see what the reviews say when it comes out. And whether or not you have to purchase Dark Below, because that could cost you a few extra bucks. And then there are other games coming up this week, which I'll get into in a minute. And then next week, next month, we've got Elder Scrolls Online, which I plan on getting for the consoles as well. So I have to see if it's worth the money and time investing in this. But that's it. Destiny, House of Wolves, out this Tuesday. Probably out already as you're listening to this recording, but wanted to let you know. Alright, so the other big release this week in the video game world, is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And, you know, I was on the fence about this game. People are saying this is going to be, like, the greatest role-playing game of this generation. A lot of, um, you know, positive things coming up from websites who have actually played test copies and whatnot. But my thing is, I never played Witcher 1 or 2. Now, I had a friend who used to talk about The Witcher and talk about how, how good it was. He showed me the second one. And it looked okay. Graphically, it was a beautiful-looking game, but it didn't do it for me. I don't know. It looked very linear, and I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Now, this one, though, I'm really thinking about getting it. If I don't get that Destiny expansion, it would be probably be because I got this game instead. It looks pretty good. Uh, it's open world. I'm going to go over a few of the features that they go over on the Amazon store page. That's pretty much where I got the information from. In the past, he has raised and overthrown monarchs. Battled legendary monsters and saved the lives of many. Now, Geralt embarks on his most personal quest to save his loved ones and protect the world from an ancient threat. The story is drawn based on player decisions. Each action will have consequences which change the story and the game world. NPCs, communities, monsters, and locations all change based on player choice. That sounds friggin' awesome. It really does. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> this sounds like what Fable was supposed to be. The Witcher 3 is a standalone adventure, easily entered into by new players. Witcher fans will find subtle references to their adventures, but these elements are not necessary to enjoy the game fully. See, that's what I was worried about. I was wondering, if I didn't play 1 and 2, am I going to be thrown into this third game? Like, well, what the hell's going on? Who's this guy? According to this... Not really a big deal. Uh, breathtaking cinematic introduction in demonstrating the game background. Okay, there you go. This puts players immediately in the know about the situation in the war-ravaged northern kingdoms and the background story of the main character. Unique atmosphere, memorable characters, and gritty dialogue. The game world has its own unique feel. It is a classic dark fantasy tale that will appeal to fans of all kinds of fantasy stories. And there is a little bit more to this. I wonder if I should go over this real quick. All right, I will read this real quick. Trained from early childhood and mutated to gain superhuman skills, strengths, and reflexes, 
Witches are a distrusted counterbalance to the monster-infested world in which they live. Gruesomely destroy foes as a professional monster hunter armed with a range of upgradable weapons, mutating potions, and combat magic. Hunt down a range of exotic monsters from savage beasts prowling the mountain passes to cunning supernatural predators lurking in the shadows of the densely populated towns. Invest your rewards to upgrade your weaponry, buy custom armor, or spend them away in horse races, fist fighting, and other pleasures the night brings. Gee, I wonder what they mean by that. <laughs> Built for endless adventure, the massive open world of The Witcher sets new standards in terms of size, depth, and complexity. Traverse a fantastical open world, explore forgotten ruins, caves, shipwrecks, Trade with merchants, dwarven smiths and cities, and hunt across the open plains, mountains, and seas. Deal with the, the treasonous generals, devious witches, corrupt royalty to provide dark and dangerous services. Make changes, go beyond good and evil, and face their far-reaching consequences. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, this description of Amazon alone, I think I'm going to get it. <laughs> I know money's a little tight, but shit, if I have to eat peanut butter and jelly for the next month so I can play this game... I'm thinking of it. And then that would give me about a month to go before Elder Scrolls Online comes out. I'll be good. I think I can play this game for a month solid uh, based on what they have here. And then we'll go into Elder Scrolls next month. All right, that's it. I'm uh, My mind's made up. Uh, screw Destiny, uh, the Wolves Den, whatever it's called. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> House of Wolves. I am going for The Witcher Bree. I don't know. Probably. More than likely. I'll figure it out by the time I upload this podcast and probably tell you next week. All right, so that's it. Those are the two big uh, game releases this week. We'll see if we can find another story or two, and then we'll move on. All right, a little bit of cool news for all you superhero fans out there, especially those who like their superheroes on the small screen. So uh, we knew Supergirl was pretty much coming, but yes, it has been confirmed. There will be a Supergirl TV show next year on CBS and uh, the cool thing is they put out about a six-minute video, which I guess is pretty much like a tenth of an episode. But it's a cut of different scenes. It gives you a real vibe of what the show is going to be like. Personally, I liked it. I liked what i seen. Um, some people didn't. Some people do. I think the general consensus is people want Superman, not Supergirl. I don't really... That doesn't bother me too much because guess what? We're going to get a crap load of Superman in the next couple of years um, in the big screen. And I know it would be very odd to have Superman on small screen and on a large screen played by different actors. Yeah, I know it can be done. Um, they're pretty much doing something like that with Batman, although Gotham is not a Batman show. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Batman show down the road. And we had Smallville, but that was a different time. We had Superman Returns played by different actors doing the role. But I think Supergirl is nice because, like Arrow, they can take a character who's known, but maybe not the most popular, and run with it. And it still takes place in this bigger universe. So yeah, cool things from the trailer. Um, we get to see Supergirl do her first heroic feat. And it is saving a jet plane from crashing into her city. It looks very cool. I mean, the effects look amazing for a TV show. It's a night shot, so it's kind of dark. But it looks really, really good. I'm very impressed with what I've seen. Uh, we get to see the character Supergirl. Her name is Kara. We see her at her day job, where she seems to be working for a real biatch of a woman <laughs> and you know she's just so powerful and can just pretty much do whatever she wants but she keeps her cool and she plays the character well um, but she wants to be more than just some secretary assistant she wants to be the superhero like her cousin 
who is established in this universe. There are mentions of Superman in this world, and who knows, maybe we'll even get an on-screen appearance from him down the road. It's possible. But I, I like what we've seen. We got Jimmy Olsen coming into the show, and I guess the big thing for people may be that he's played by a black person at this time. I don't know, that doesn't bother me too much yet. Traditionally, Jimmy Olsen's kind of the nerdy white guy with the bow tie, but times are changing and evolving. Uh, you know, they did use, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, I'm forgetting his name. The guy from The Matrix. He played Perry White in the movies. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. What is wrong with my mind? Yeah, he played Perry White, and I found no problem with that in the Superman Man of Steel film. He, you know, he's a supporting character, and he, whatever. An editor is an editor. A photographer is a photographer. They can be whatever they are. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, cool thing also, I think, is it looks like they're going to be introducing threats to this world that seem legitimate. Uh, there will be extraterrestrial threats, and that's where Supergirl's going to come in handy. Uh, the military, or whatever agency is involved here, seems to not be particularly fond of extraterrestrials, including Supergirl. They don't necessarily want her help, but they're going to get it, and uh, looks good. So I am going to try and get the audio for that. It's about six minutes long, and I'll attach it to the end of this recording of the podcast in general. Not going to stick it in here, but if I can get the audio recording, I'll put it at the end. And I highly suggest you go check out the video and see what to expect next fall. All right, one little last bit of news for you Diablo fans out there. It is the three-year anniversary of the game coming out. Love or hate it, and personally, I've had good times with it. Still to this day, I am playing it, off and on. Uh, Yeah, so to celebrate the three-year anniversary, they have introduced the secret cow level. The catch being, it's only going to be around for one week. So by the time this is uploaded, it may or may not be relevant. But from May 15th to May 21st, you have a chance of unlocking the secret cow level. Now, if you don't know what the big hype about that is, well, it was a big thing from Diablo 2 where you would find Wurt's leg, you'd get a book of tome portals, and you'd combine the two in the Roger Cube and open up a portal that led to a world of killer cows that went moo, moo, moo a lot of times. <laughs> and people would go there in groups and farm the heck out of it for items and XP, whatever. It was just a lot of fun and a little secret level added to the game. So when Diablo 3 came out, it was a big running joke about how there was no secret cow level, and really there wasn't. Their uh, equivalent of that would be the Whimsy Shire, which was pretty much a land of rainbows, unicorns, and teddy bears. A running joke to the uh, colorful aspects of Diablo 3 and how people joked about that. So anyway, for the three-year anniversary, you have a chance of doing that. It's on the PC, PS4, and Xbox One editions. An elite cow enemy called Herald of the Queen will randomly appear. When you kill it, a portal to a place called Not the Cow Level opens. And in there, you'll have a chance to farm. There's lots of chests, and there is a cow queen to tackle. So I played a lot of Diablo over the past week. I myself have not run into this yet. I don't know if this is just some randomly appears somewhere or if there's a specific location, but I did not unlock it. And we're rapidly approaching the deadline to find it. I would like to try this cow level, but it's probably not going to happen, especially now that we have The Witcher coming out and Destiny stuff. I probably won't be playing Diablo the rest of this week. Alright, so that's it for news. I'm going to get into what I'm playing, watching, what have you, and then we're going to end this thing. So what is the B-Man watching? Well, by the time this is uploaded, I would have seen the Flash season finale. I did watch 
the Arrow season finale last week. All the shows are going on finale. We had the Grimm season finale, and for the most part, they're pretty good. Uh, Grimm was good. We got some uh, closure on what was been going on in the last part of the season. A major character is now gone, a character I, who I'd grown to really hate over the last part of the season, and I think that's what they wanted you to. It was a character who has been there since the beginning, and you kind of liked this person at first, but took a turn to the dark side, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> and then we had Arrow, which had like probably the, I don't know, happiest ending Arrow could ever have, kind of. Uh, seemed more like a series finale than a season finale. Like, if they just wanted to, this would be like, okay, this is the end of Arrow. Although it is open, of course, to always have future episodes, and they are getting another season. It's just the way it ended. It seemed like, really? I guess that's it. In the Arrow. <laughs> um, okay. What else do we have going on? Well, I got back into iZombie. I'm going through the last few episodes of that. I assume that show will be going through this, to the summer. I'm not sure. It seems like the they should be having a season finale at this point. Unless it's a very short season. Because that started um, this year. Later than other shows. But I like that show. Very, very fun. Light-hearted show. I plan on going to see The Road Warrior this weekend. It did come out last week, but I'm a little behind. It's kind of hard to find time to do these things sometimes. But I think, if possible, I'm going to try to go this Saturday to see that one. Heard good things about it, and it looks like a fun action movie. As for what I'm playing, well, I already told you earlier, I did get back into Destiny. Um, that's going to obviously be, probably be put on hold if I get The Witcher 3, that will hopefully take up most of my time over the next month as I prepare for the RPG I'm really looking forward to, which is the Elder Scrolls Online on the consoles. That's what, probably one of my most anticipated titles of the year. And this has come from someone who actually beat the game on the PC. <laughs> but I really want to play online with people I know and can chat over PlayStation 4. You know, it's going to have mic support. And I really want to play off a controller, so... You know, just like Diablo originally was just a PC game, then it got ported to the console. The console pretty much is my version of choice. I'm not a big keyboard-mouse person. I can use it when I have to, but if a controller is an option and done properly, it's usually the way for me to go. It's just the way I am. I was born and raised on the consoles. Also in gaming, uh, my World of Warcraft subscription had reached the one-month time. I did not make enough gold. I had to pay for another month, but that would probably be it. I canceled the subscription. I may play on and off throughout the next month, depending on how bored I am. I could easily probably make enough gold to get the token for in time for the next month's subscription, but I don't know if I will. I don't know. We'll just see. Uh, I came short. I think I made it. I needed about 5,000 gold or so more in order to do it. I was working, kind of working hard at getting it. I just couldn't. Uh, upgrading the garrison really probably messed me up the most, but it had to be done. I think I mentioned that last week. Uh, as far as building the future of making money, uh, the investment would have been worth it for the long haul, but I don't think I'm going to be with that game for the long haul. I am having fun with it, though. Uh, not really doing the end game dungeons. I did reach level 100. I finally was able to get a nice high enough item level to be able to do my first heroic, although I didn't do it. Uh, most of my gear is player versus player gear, and that's what I've been doing. That's been a lot of fun, actually. I've been having a lot of fun doing player versus player in World of Warcraft. And that's Battlegrounds, not the arena stuff, but the big battles, uh, capture the flag or hold the control points, that kind of thing. It's fun. Um, in the beginning, I wasn't doing too well, but as you play more and more and you earn the points to get better gear, you start dying less and becoming more 
of a contributor to the team. And I'm going to let you guys go. So um, if all goes well, you will now hear the five or six minute or so audio TV trailer spot. First look at Supergirl. Uh, If that doesn't work, well, then you're probably going to hear some music now. Anyway, I'll catch you next week. Later, my wannabes. My name is Kara Zor-El. 24 years ago, my planet was in peril. My cousin, Kal-El, was sent to a planet called Earth. You may know his story, but you don't know mine. On Earth, you will do extraordinary things. Until now. You must go. I love you, Kara. Correspondence dinner. I need to make sure Ms. Grant doesn't end up next to Bill O'Reilly again. Hey, um, I was wondering if maybe you want to, I don't know, go see a movie at night. I can't. I- I'm sorry. I have a date. Date? <laughs> fun. Dating's fun. She's here. How do you do that? The only reason I bought this building was because it had a private elevator. That way, I don't have to get soaked in cheap cologne every morning getting to my office, find out who used it, have them reprimanded or bathed. I don't care which. Here's your latte. Hot. Oh, that'll be new and different. Hello? I've seen this picture. You won a Pulitzer. Yeah, only because it was the first real shot of a little secret. He actually posed for that. Guess he likes me. Oh, my God. You're Jimmy Olsen, the photographer from the Daily Planet. James Olsen. I never got your name. Gosh. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Cara. Wow. I have a conference in Geneva, and I need to be on a plane in two hours. I have a blind date in a half an hour, and I need you to help me pick out what to wear. Why do you do this to me? Because I'm your sister and you love me. I feel like I'm not living up to my potential. I just fetch layouts and coffee. You always wanted to be normal. This is what normal looks like. I'm not normal. I can lift a bus, stop a bullet, Alex. I can fly. At least I think I can. By 2.37, bound for Geneva, is circling the city after an engine failure. Did he say Geneva? yourself you're out there now Kara everyone will know about you and you can't take that back I I don't want to media magnet Cat Grant of National City's new female hero Supergirl we can't name her that we didn't shouldn't she be called super woman what do you think is so bad about girl I'm a girl and your boss and powerful and rich and hot and smart so if you perceive supergirl as anything less than excellent isn't the real problem you 
Kara? I'm going to tell you something about me that for most of my life, I've run from it. But last night, I embraced who I am, and I don't want to stop. Oh, my God, you're a lesbian. Oh, Kara, that's why you're not into me. This is, this is, this is great news. I'm you not gay. I'm her, the woman who saved the plane. <laughs> OK, right. Kara, what are you doing? You're her. Yep. <laughs> I'm not flying around saving people in this thing. Where's my cape? The capes are lame. You can tell your cousin I said so. Actually, never, never do that. <clears throat> so, to be a superhero, you need a crime. There's a car chase on the 112 freeway. I could do a car chase. A cape aids with aerodynamics. I should have thought of that. West National City Bank. Suspects are armed and dangerous. You, uh, you sure you're bulletproof? Hope so. All right, the new cape is made from a structured polymer composite. It's much sturdier than... And, uh... <laughs> this one has the S for super, just like your cousin. It's not an S. It's my family's coat of arms. The House of L. Welcome to the Department of Extra Normal Operations. The DEO monitors and protects Earth from extraterrestrial presence. These beings, some of them are powers from your darkest nightmares. I can help you stop them. I don't trust aliens. You want to help? Go back to getting someone's coffee. Kara, it's me. I know what you're thinking, but the world needs you to fly. And so do I. So what do we do now? First things first. You need to change. Travel 2,000 light years just to be an assistant. People of this city will die. You have to let me stop it. Make sure you win. wanted me to do this? Why did he just tell me? Because he wanted you to choose it for yourself. Same way he did. Here, from him. It's the blanket he was wrapped in when he was a baby. Apparently, this cape won't shred. Thank you. Now, don't you have a city to protect? You know, up, up, and away? <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.